Okay. Okay. I got them on. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I'll go ahead and start this off. Okay. Uh, this is the uh, Brothers of Eternia. Okay. And uh, today, our special guest is Hans, a.k.a. Master Turtle. Okay. And a uh, famous uh, customizer in the uh, dinosaurs community. And he's really trying to push to uh, get the license to produce these figures that uh, are, quote unquote, some of the rarest figures from the 80s around. So, uh, Hans, I mean, would you like to introduce yourself and uh, to the show? Well, uh-huh. um, there, there's, 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 some, there's some truth to what you said. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> there's the, the, the licensing thing. That ship has sailed. Oh, um, no, okay. It, it's not sailed out of um, a lack of interest. It's sailed out of uh, really um, circumstance. Okay. Uh, I'm an individual um, with a passion for, you know, the figure making and in, in, in the toy industry. But, uh, you know, as an individual to both be even be considered to be granted a license um, when you're handling, okay, and, and not in terms of dinosaurs, uh, the brand itself isn't this um, this major financial beast like your Master Universe, your Turtle, things like that, but you're still dealing with a multi-billion dollar company who's Sony that why are we going to give you the little guy that doesn't have a proven record a chance, you know, so Okay. It's 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 more a matter of me, uh, you know, the the means and and uh, the that that industry experience that I don't have behind me, um, and rightfully so, that they just won't license to anybody. So more than me trying to get the license, um, you know, once once that ship kind of sailed, um, because we did go down that path. I did have conversations with Sony. Um, it was brief, but they were had. Uh, it's, it's been, the focus has been more, um, on getting representations of these characters in the, in a figure form beyond what was already made. And I'm, 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 I'm focusing on making, making them in a vintage style as the originals were, because, um, I mean, the originals are great, uh, yeah. for their time, um, uh, at least in terms of sculpt, not durability, um, but their sculpt uh, accuracy for the time was, was just very good. Um, but, but the focus has been more just showing representation of what the, all the characters could and would look like as, uh, as figures um, and, and really just uh, encourage um, one of these toy companies, whoever it might be, um, to consider the license, which it may have already been at some point. It, it might it might be something that's discussed behind closed closed doors because you know every everything's on the table in terms of if there's if there's opportunity there. But um, really, just petitioning with these companies that all right, they never dinosaurs never had their day. They never had a, a proper toy line um, that was released um, to the to the masses. So. Uh, this is this is this is what they could look like. 
um, this is an opportunity. Uh, let's let's get let's get going on it. Um, all the other, it feels like '80s cartoons are are being revisited in one way or another. Especially striking that nostalgic chord while while also reinventing many of them. But the the, the nostalgic chord is a hard one. Um, it's it's individuals like us that are uh, going back and and buying. Um, these screen accurate versions of the, of the toys that we never had, or even going back and completing retro, uh, you know, our, our vintage collections. Um, now that there's a, that little bit of extra cash to be, be spent. Um, I mean, I, I, I didn't think now 2021 with nothing in between, you'd be seeing a Silverhawks, a vintage Silverhawks um, screen accurate toy line, but yet there's enough people that are supporting Super Seven that they've already, you know, they've now announced and made Wave Wave Two available. So, I would I would argue that in terms of popularity, you know, Silverhawk. Oh, did we lose him? Oh God, no. We dropped no. him. No. Okay. Hold okay. God, yep. Go. No, it's good conversation. So let's see if we can get him back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep. Oh my goodness. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. 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 He's back. Okay. Okay. Hello. Okay. Okay. Is he back on? You back on? I am back on. Okay. Also. Awesome, awesome. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. okay. Now, um. Uh huh. But all these toy lines, um, or all these brands, I should say, they're 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 just the obscure, um one season uh, shows that um, I guess they didn't make it big like Turtles and, and Masters and, and Ghostbusters things like that 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 had just continued um, within our within our youth into our adulthood uh, always always um, being reinvented so to speak and, and always being around um, all these properties, you know, they haven't, you know, the dust is now being um, brushed off after 30 years. Um, so Silverhawks could do it. I, I just can't see why dinosaurs couldn't. Um, and it, it goes for other toy lines too. Bucky O'Hare that uh, Boss Fight's doing. Yeah. Um, there's Sam and Mac, you know, so there's, there's just a lot of these smaller, obscure properties that they might not have the representation uh, the, the fan bases that that the big guys do, but they still have fan bases. They still have people um, that's that that would support it. You're not going to have, in my mind, you're not going to have um, a an action figure from an obscure show from the '80s sell for eight hundred to a thousand dollars, and tell me that you won't be able to sell a modern representation for 50 to 60 or you know 50 to 80 depending on the size and scale and everything like that like i have a hard time believe i think there would be enough support for a modern line so more more of the work that i do anymore is shifted to um i guess in an unofficial role as a fan brand awareness and petitioning these companies to pick up the toy license already and if there's if there's an opportunity for me to help there 
Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all on board. I'd love, I'd love to be involved in some capacity. Uh, I've, I've devoted my last like decade of my life to researching the show and studying the designs and, um, you know, funding, uh, uh, the, the, the figure project myself and, and things like that. I've had some support in that area from, from, from some other fans, but, uh, um, you know, it, it's it's nothing but opportunity, if you ask me. Exactly. Now, I, I've I've seen I've been on your page and I've seen the uh, the actual dinosaurs that you've done, and you're you're like the one like you have the four horsemen. You're like the one horseman for for like dinosaurs <laughs> because I mean because originally there's only five figures. I mean there were supposed to be uh, eight? eight, but they only did five. And I've seen your page, and you've done all of them. I mean, even Icky. I mean, I'm like, wow. So it's it, it's amazing. And, and like you said, they're, they're very. I mean, the originals are very cartoon accurate. And to me, if you want to talk about like a brand that can appeal to kids now, I mean, dinosaurs and aliens are timeless. So I, I just don't see how um, the the brand can't can't see that they can make money off of this but going back to what you said before um about how the uh, success and how they only had one season um during research um it wasn't their fault the actual show themselves it was more of a uh, financial thing right well there there were there were multiple factors okay. um obviously one of the greatest errors that ever occurred was um the show fell felt flat on his face in terms of merchandising mm-hmm. you know this was at a, it's at the time that we still joke about that um especially then before 96 um before there was all the regulation on on what programming could be put on uh television for kids um it was all 22 minute toy commercials okay so how exactly do you um, are are you living and producing a, a, a series, an animated series in the '80s, where being kicked off, you know, Master Universe kicked it off? Okay. Oh come on. We lost him. Oh. Get him back. Bring him back. He's back. He's back. He's back. Okay. Let's, let's get right. Okay. All right. Let's get him back. Are you guys dropping two, or is it only me? No, okay, no, we're back. No, we were talking to ourselves. It's like, hey, let's get them back. Let's get them back. We lost them. Let's get them back. And then I just yep. <laughs> we just we just pick up where we fell off. We're not worried about the technical difficulties. We just want you to keep on going. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep on going. So you were talking about how with the brand there were like commercials for toys and well, I guess so think, yeah. You 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 have these. This was at a time where you know Master Universe really kicked off the 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 whole. Um, action figure uh phrase well you know the, the toys for these kind of thing yeah um, uh-huh uh you know the, the, the i guess the you know that classic 80s action figure uh you know, obviously toys that made it you know the, the documentary uh, uh, oh yeah that covers all but um the that goes hand in hand with the success of what a show might be so um you you've got this this opportunity for merchandising campaign. There's there's some puzzle pieces that just because people have died and it's been so long, it, it 
people aren't going to retain as much memory of this show versus, um, you know, something that uh, brought in, um, you know, millions of dollars in, 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 in merchandising because that's what it was all about, at least in terms of not the creators, but the, the people selling the show ultimately. Okay. Um, that they're just, there's not as much knowledge about this show because most people I ever talked to, they hadn't been asked about it in 30 years. Um, so there are some gaps in, in the, in, in, in the story. There's still, and likely forever will be some holes in, in how things transpired, but, um, they they really a, a big reason why they failed was the 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 lack of merchandising because what happened was in December of '87 um, Coca-Cola Telecommunications they they shut down their um, they they got they got remerged into Columbia Pictures okay and their their animation and all animation projects and anything related to animation was essentially halted December of '87. Well, that was right at the end of the Diamond the Saucers run. Um, but you'll notice that uh, uh, Real Ghostbusters still got, um, still had uh, work done to it after, and that was another, that was another uh, Coca-Cola, um, Columbia oh. Pictures. You know, so it's not that they didn't have animation, it's just that specifically the Coca-Cola stuff stopped. Uh-huh. Um, and so it just got, once, once the show ended, and they didn't already have a merchandising pa- campaign on the ground. Okay. It was just dead in the water. It was dead in the water. The, 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 the show suffered from, um, they had a budget up front of, I can't remember, but it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, just, uh, it was in the mil- you know, multi-millions. Um, and, but that was the show. And in terms of merchandising, um, there's, there was initial talks with Hasbro to do the toy line that fell through because the, the designs deviated so much from um, the show. They almost, they, 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 they all, in some instances, they didn't look anything like the characters in the show. And in other instances, they were more like, um, they are interpreted more it, it with more grit and more like, they, they almost remind me of more like whore based. Okay. Um, dinosaurs. So like that deal fell through, but all those deals. Don't worry. We'll get it back. <laughs> get them back. It's story time. There we go. Oh, wow. That's, okay. I'm getting them back. Getting them back. Okay. You're I, back. Okay. All right. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure what keeps happening. Um, I don't know either. For some reason, you keep cutting out for some reason. Okay. Um, okay. But, but, uh, sitting still. okay. 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 Here, I'm 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 trying a different network, so we'll see how this goes. Okay. Um, so, deals fell through with Hasbro, and at this time, it probably probably would have been around um, spring. Um, the show got picked up in in the show was created in '85. It was picked up in '86. So it probably would have been um, first, maybe second quarter of 1987 when the Hasbro deal would have fallen through. Okay. Got and it. then and then Galoob got on board, and those are the figures that everybody has seen. Um, but 
it takes, you know, 12 months at least to develop a toy line and get it on, you know, give it, get it to market. So if you're developing a toy line in spring of 87 and the show's premiering fall of 87, you're not going to, you're not going to have your product on the ground. You're not going to have that, um, that big merchandising push um, upon release of the show. Um, And uh, from the Columbia Pictures, uh, uh, sales guy that I talked to, he said that um, if any of these major shows didn't have a toy line, then all the other merchandise because that was that was the big one, that was the big that one that one that would sell place you know play sets, uh, figures, vehicles. That's where the big money was with this sort of stuff. Uh, all the other merchandisers would look at it and you know you don't have a toy deal, and, and you know they they'd kind of turn their eye to it then. Um, but at the same time, there are things about this that gave me the feeling that, you know, maybe it, with, with bigger fish in the ocean at the time, focuses were elsewhere. Okay. And it also didn't get the, the focus it, uh, it, it would have um, deserved. There's a lot of blame uh, that was given on uh, big box retailers. Because if you don't have big box retail support, you're not going to get you know guaranteed orders. You're not going to you're not going to sell your toys. Okay, right. So from the sales department, that's the answer that I got. Not, but that the sales department from Columbia. But then when you when I when when you talk to Galoob, um, you get the other element of well, there was obviously commitment enough from these big box stores that we got all the way to the the the, the, the tooling phase of right. toy production. Because that, you know, that's a lot of upfront expense to not have a commitment from big box stores. Okay. Um, so th- there are just pieces in the middle there of how exactly things fell apart. But timing uh, was, was certainly a, 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 a massive factor in it. And had the timeline gone a little bit differently, had those figures been on shelves, uh, either just before or when the show premiered, I, you know, I personally think it would have, it would, we, we would have had a, a, a much different history with, with, with the show. Oh, um, not much in terms of like, okay, I'm not saying it would have had the critical success that other cartoons that, and I shouldn't say even say critical, but the child success, you know, our success, what we, yeah. what we, what we were successful at the time. Um, I'm not necessarily saying. <laughs> the fright zone. <laughs> I'm not the only one getting cut out tonight. Yeah, it, it, actually, it, well, knock on wood, you didn't get cut off at all. I know, knock on wood. Okay, yeah. Want, well, 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 but the funny thing is, a lot of time Wayne gets cut off. Um, yeah, now, usually now, I'm the one getting kicked out. Yeah, yeah, for some reason, yeah, because we're in different locations, me and Wynn. Um, now, 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 here's a question. So, um. Yeah. Um, so they came out. Well, real quick. Yes, yes. Real quick. Do you want to try something other than than this to to call to see if it's maybe it's the app that's not working? You want to try phone? Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and just do the phone. I'll call you um, by phone. I just put you on speakerphone. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> That'll work. Let's try that. That's probably a more viable connection. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's the it's the. Yeah. I mean, it was coming. Okay. 
All right, here we go. I'm about to just call him up. <laughs> it's funny stuff. My, no, it's all good. It's organic. Especially it's organic. This is this, completely you, organic. This is so organic. Okay, you here? Hello. Okay. Yeah, I'm there. Okay, all right. Awesome. There we go. Awesome. Okay. All right. So, uh, oh, but uh, continue on with the story. <laughs> Well, there, there was a question coming in. No, I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't know what it was before we got off the phone. Oh, the question was. The question was. So, talking about success, right? So there wasn't success here, but of course, a couple of years later, it went to Brazil, and it seemed like it was a pretty big hit to a point to where they even came out with another, uh, I guess, a toy line, kind of based on it in Brazil. So. I would think that uh, that would be kind of like proof to the the heads that, you know, this would have been a successful toy line over here. They, are, are, you, yes. are, you, are, are you referencing the uh, Dino Nautis? Yeah, uh-huh. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, so there's a whole story about that, too. Um, the, uh, I mean, the, the, the show itself, it, they had a five-year syndication run mm-hmm. um, in, in the U.S., but it, uh, I mean, it absolutely aired globally. Um, it's, it, it, it had a presence. It's, it's really strange, actually. It has an incredible presence in, uh, Latin American, um, countries. Okay. Uh, also in Spain. Okay. Uh, in Latin American, American countries, some fans that I've talked to. So, uh, Yes, Brazil, it did have enough success for the toys, but, you know, so everything's, uh, there's there's intertwining of how all these things kind of transpired. So Glass Glass Elite, they had a working relationship with Louis Galoob Toys. They had a working relationship with Kenner. Um, You know, a lot of stateside toy companies where they would uh, essentially license brands to be the manufacturers for those brands in Brazil. So they, they had worked with Galoob for um, obviously dinosaurs. Um, but the, uh, also I, I want to say galaxy Rangers. Oh, yeah. um, um, the, the big one that glass lead is, is known for is, is their star Wars line. They did Rambo um, all in Brazil. So, uh, it, it wasn't uncommon for them to take these these things in the states and um, make them there. It's it is very interesting that dinosaurs have made the cut. Galaxy Rangers made the cut too, for that matter. And, and those toys, I think, likewise weren't released in the U.S. Um, yeah, but they uh, it actually wasn't a massive success there, at least in terms of the toys. Okay. Uh, the sales rep from Glasslight that I talked to said that he he vividly remembers big store displays, and I, you know, I just always wanting these. I, as soon as as soon as he started telling me, you know, about the store displays that they actually, you know, <laughs> we didn't have any of that. Wow! Like they they, yeah. they they never they never made it past tooling in the states, um, but they had the big store displays, and he vividly remembers that the sales were so poor on them that the, 
the stores would ship them back to the factory and they would get destroyed. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> I'm not I'm right. not certain that it was it was this this massive success there either. Oh, although wow. it's remembered much more fondly. I think that's in part because they got the toys. Because you know that if you have that tangible item I I, yeah, I don't yeah. know about you guys, but myself growing up, if 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 I would tell anyone, you know, this is before the before the internet obviously. You're not you're not like getting online and finding communities at any age. Um, you're just, you know, who you're going to school with. Uh, you, you, I would tell who, you know, talk about the show to whoever, and nobody ever knew what I was talking about. Nobody, <laughs> nobody ever knew what the show was, but you talk about turtles, you talk to them about mass, you know, everybody knew what those things were because you had the tangible toys. You go to somebody else's house and there was the, there was the character just being shoved down your throat continually. Um, yep. dinosaurs just have that. So we didn't have that conversation. So I think now you know, it, it's maybe it's seen that it was a big thing in Brazil, but the only reason, reason it's being talked about so much from Brazil was because they had the toys. I don't necessarily know that the popularity was that much more, uh, much higher than here. But uh, I, I mean, in, in Mexico, um, I've heard from fans that the dub was just so much better than the English dub. They gave they gave those actors um, a bit more freedom in terms of their lines and 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 their comedy. So. I unfortunately I'm bilingual, but Spanish is not my other language, so I will never be able to appreciate those. Um, but uh, so I take their word for it. But that's why it's more popular there. In Spain, it did it did well enough in Spain that most of the merchandise, the actual licensed merchandise that was made from the show, comes out of Spain. Huh. So for some reason, Spanish-speaking companies, uh, uh, countries, maybe it's the maybe it's the just the the dubs in general that are that are better in 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 Spanish uh, or Portuguese, um, non non English dubs seem to be better uh, apparently because um, a lot more merchandise comes out of uh, came out of all the other countries. In the U S, there is only um, one product that was officially licensed hmm. that they actually you know hit hit any store shelves. Only one. Um, so again. The merchandising fell flat on its face in the U.S. specifically. I'm curious, and, and what was that? <laughs> you say it was one item. What was that exactly? Enamel, en- enamel pins. Oh wow. Okay. All right. They're 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 <laughs> just they're like uh, they're not um, they're like uh, I don't know quarter inch, half inch by half inch. Jeez. Um, there's I think that there's between probably twenty five and thirty five different designs but that was the only official item that hit the space yeah. that 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 happened in in 80 uh 88 87 sometime and and you know after you know like when it was premiering and then uh in 90 93 94 we got some vhs tapes but that's it nothing else in the u.s i remember when the cartoon came on uh vividly i remember saying to myself uh i can't wait for the figures to come out i mean i'm i was looking for them i i even remember uh Fruity Pebbles having little dinosaurs in the boxes, and I'm like playing with the little Fruity Pebble dinosaurs, like pretending that they're dinosaurs. It's like that's how bad it was. Like I really remember like wanting these figures. I mean, because uh, you know, I mean, even the ones that they chose, the uh, like the Ankylosaurus, Allosaurus, you know, it was just so cool 
to have like the, the different ones interacting with each other and then even dinovolving and becoming like the big you know uh actual version of the dinosaur and talking it, it, it was it was a, a, a very amazing show and, and it had comedy in it too it was a little bit of everything a little you know some light action and comedy so uh, it, it's, it's well, a shame i i you're opening the door to other conversations here um the i don't know that it had everything if if, if it had everything it would be remembered much more fondly um mm-hmm. it, it the, the 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 action wasn't true action um the there was there was one episode that the the, the episode began and I, you know, I, for whatever reason I always I always loved the bad guys um I always loved villains uh-huh. uh, but there it's not that it's not to say that I always wanted them to succeed I just I the, the, <laughs> how the villain villains were written um just entertained me a lot more okay. but the there's an episode where the first like two three minutes um. They're in the wilderness. I wish I remember the episode name. And uh, the Tyrannos were actually getting the get, getting the jump on the dinosaurs. And, and then all of a sudden, uh, it was Fern Day. And Fern Day, you couldn't uh, do any violent acts against your your enemy. Otherwise, okay, you don't know what happened. <laughs> Okay. But the the point in going into that much depth was the whole reason I liked that episode was because it was it was actually the, how it's how it started was you you thought the Tyranno you know internals there were certain times where Shredder may have actually succeeded like maybe up until the last minute it right. looked like he was going to win and that just gave a different story like you know you had the humor internals but you also had like proper action. I, th- there wasn't too many episodes from from Dinosaurs where he had proper action. Divide and Conquer, it's one of the few. It's one of my favorites Okay. Uh, where, where you've got action. But then you've got, uh, there's one um, like Applesaurus or something like that. They're, the Tyrannos are trying to steal the deed from uh, uh, for an apple farm from one of the Secret Scouts' uncles. Like, you know, uh, what kid's going to be interested in that? You know, there, there, there's no action in it. It's, it's the shows, the, the legs that that, the, that the show stands on, the, the, the humor is there. Um, the voice acting is, is there, but it really, um, I think it struggled because you didn't, you didn't have as much act uh, available. Um, and I mean, a lot of this is also due to, um, funding, you know, the, the writing, Okay. The, they fell behind on the writing, um, because of funding. So the schedule was very, very rushed. They did a phenomenal job for it being very, very rushed, but just imagine if they had the breathing room, um, and the luxury of time, what they could have done. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, the show itself um, was supposed to be toned up. Okay. That's how it was written. It was written to be more of a um, G.I. Joe in action. Hmm. Um, 
when I talked to Michael Usman, he told me that it was very much going to be in the vein of War Games, his original drafts. Okay. Wow. Uh, the, the 80s movie. Um, and, and really, really have emphasis on, like, G.I. Joe-style action, like the G.I. Joe show. That's what it was originally written like. And That's then right. once the show got sold, um, they insisted that he toned down the show. And he, he had the different demographics that, you know, you could either go, I think it was like age three to three to seven or three to eight, and then eight to 12, something like that. And originally it was going to be in that eight to 12 age. So they made him tone it down to like the, 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 like three to three to six, three to seven, eight. So it's lighthearted and funny, but it wasn't originally supposed to be that way. That's interesting. Um, I didn't read the comic book, but I did see the cover and, and kind of saw a couple of pages uh, where the creator, he did, I guess, more like a modern version and it was a more action. And, and so I guess that that's was his original take when he did the comic book. Yeah, so the yeah, it, essentially it was. Okay. Um, it was, I mean, not in story. Uh, yeah. Something that they followed, maybe you know, not exactly, but um, part of the reason why the show was created at all was um, to be educational. Okay. Uh, and it's somewhat, it, if if you look at the toys, what was planned with the toys were those uh, the lenticular cards where they would like. Uh, shift between the character design and an actual dinosaur mm. if you like like a hologram card um so even and it told you about the dinosaur on the back of the card like this this was all supposed to come out with the original with the toys when galoob had the toy line um but it was intended to be educational so uh it, as well as you know fun and and action-packed um but in terms of uh what the comic was like he updated um dinosaurs like you saw you saw rex with feathers in the yeah. new comic um yeah. he, he worked with uh andrew Peepoy. uh they had, they had a long relationship working on um at archie together um so they wanted to work together for a long time and they uh, it just happened that you know this opportunity came and they did you know in terms of tone Okay. Um, it definitely aged up, but it almost feels like you can't have the tone of a GI Joe show with the humor of turtles uh, of turtles. Yeah. yeah. It, they, cla- they clash too much because it's, it, 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 it's when there was, any, when there was like something serious going on, then you had like a, you know, something hilarious at the next moment. It, it was, it's just kind of, it's a tough thing to blend. Um, but yeah, so that was the, that was the attempt to tone it up or a attempt to tone it up, um, like it originally was. And that's interesting too. Like what, what would have, what would it have been like if it, if it wasn't, if it didn't fall so heavily on the, on the humor and, uh, it was, it was more balanced between humor and action. So you said you know, something interesting, you said something interesting about, um, the translation of the shows and I, I didn't think about it nearly, uh, as much as I would have had you not said it. So, of course, we have our, you know, gatekeepers in the FCC. So it's really hard for us to tell adult type stories or material, you know, in a children's television shows without all the concerned parents out breaking. 
and you made a comment saying that maybe uh, once the dub got to it and maybe the uh, Spanish actors, they had a little more liberty. They might have added some more character elements to the cartoon, uh, which kind of gave them a little more depth, which helped with the selling of the toys as well, too. Because here we had Turtles to compare it to. And just what you just said, too, to go ahead and have like some kind of dramatic emphasis along with the humor would have been a hard sell, especially the way that we go about doing it. And it's one or the other here. But maybe, you know, with the Spanish direction and those dubs, they might have actually added some more to the characters than what was initially put towards them. But then, I mean, we live here in the States, so we know what our our uh, FCC does and it kind of neuters all of our programming and stuff for the good for good and right reasons. But as it ages and it evolves too, we kind of miss out on some of those inflections, which is why we're having the conversation right now. So I guess it would have been a, a world of difference had it had a little more in-depth tone to it and not so much humor. Good point. Yeah, well, you know, they um, what I what I do know that they said, you know, some of these these individuals I spoke with, you know, if there was time to do everything, um, I would uh, I would actually learn Spanish and I'd go watch them um, maybe someday or at least. I would do dig a little deeper into you know, the specifics of what made it that much more enjoyable. But I do know that um, humor, how they landed the jokes or what the jokes were when they utilized them. Um, uh-huh. I, I, I just heard nothing but praise about how hilarious the, 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 the Spanish dub is. Um, okay. Maybe one day I'll know, but until then, like I said, I'm just taking these guys words for it. Okay, you know, it's, it's interesting because, um, it, you know, if they would have made it more serious, more more warlike, I don't know if I would have, um, you know, because just thinking back to Dinosaurs, I, I like the comedy and I like the lightheartedness because, you know, I had G.I. Joe, I had Transformers, etc. And looking at Dinosaurs, just like how you said you like the Tyrannos, I, I like the fact that, you know, nobody was getting hurt. That for the most part, it was just it was the same characters you see them all the time, and it was just um, you know even even with the Secret Scouts, etc. I mean, if it was like a a more serious show, you wouldn't even have kids, you know, <laughs> yeah. working with the dinosaurs, etc. You would have like <laughs> you know government agencies and stuff, you know, working with them. So you know, it, and or you would have like a government agency trying to like uh, capture a dinosaur and dissect them, you know, it, it's like in a way that, that was originally, <laughs> that was originally a focus point. Mayor, uh, 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 major, major Clifton mm-hmm. um, is a human character that appears in probably like four or five episodes, but he was a much bigger role. He's a, he was essentially, you know, the, it, um, an agent that was intended, you know, his intentions were to find out what this alien activity was and, it's always hilarious where they said they had to be uh, <clears throat> cautious of going out in public and, and not revealing themselves to the humans. And yet, you, you know, they'd be walking around New York City exactly. with <laughs> human clothes on. I, you know, even as a child, I always hated that. Um, it was it was it irritated me. And it still does today. Uh, you know, I'll still put episodes on every now and again. And when I see him walking around in, uh, you know, just human garb, you know, all nine foot tall version of them you know against humans yeah nobody would look at that weird because obviously because you're wearing a flannel you're like you're human you must be like it just annoyed me but you know i yeah i know you're you're 
I think I think ultimately tone doesn't matter at that point because I, I I I go back and I, I watch episodes of Turtles or Masters, you know, whatever it might be, and I I remember like things about the the story, but I might not remember the story specifically. And at least for me, it was all about the toys at the time. Like I like the characters, but um, like the show, like I like watching the shows. But if I had that tangible figure in my hand, like that's what kept me. So it could have been a serious show, but it could have been just as it is. As long as I had those figures, like I would have been happy. Because it, yeah, it, it was the designs. Oh, and yeah. Walt, I know you said that you have some. Oh, yeah. I, I finally if, completed it. <laughs> if, you stand, if you stand those up against, you know, your, your 1988 um, Playmates, Ninja Turtle lineup, your your 1986 Kenner uh, Ghostbusters lineup, your 1984 Mattel Master Universe lineup, they those are major toy lines, and to me, those figures still have a, an incredible presence among those other major toy lines. Oh yeah, most definitely. imagine imagine that being on the shelf. Oh, your, yeah. your average figure, figure at the time was four and a half to five and a half inches. Here you come in with yeah. these with these figures yeah. that you know the figure itself is as, is as tall as the packaging of those other figures. Yeah, and, it's and, a massive it's a massive figure. I you know I guess the size doesn't even matter um, in terms of that. You know maybe it doesn't because you got things like Inhumanoids. That's not like this. It, you know, it's it's fondly remembered for 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 what it is, but it wasn't that big success. Maybe that's all dinosaurs would have been, but you can you can bet there'd be a, di- a little bit of a different conversation if people had those if those toys were in people's hands, you know, as as kids and more readily readily available. Like imagine being able to go to a flea market right now and just randomly finding one of them. Like you can't even do that in Brazil easily. Okay, that's how uncommon they are. See, I'm thinking that here, well, I'm not exactly sure how it is in Brazil, um, but I know here in the United States, we have such a fascination for dinosaurs. Like, no matter what, you go into the toy aisle, you're going to see a dinosaur. Uh, You're going to see a dinosaur. I mean, they still got Jurassic Park dinosaurs in the aisles. Uh, 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 They're even talking about bringing back um, dino riders. I mean dinosaurs is just going to always be uh, uh, related to kids. And on reason, yeah. and I just feel like if the figures came out here in the U.S., I just feel like kids who don't even look at the cartoon would just want them because you have these dinosaurs that are like humanoid looking and they got guns and they got like a little harness and shorts and stuff on and, and, and wristlets and boots. I just feel like kids will just want one without even looking at the cartoon and will even make their own adventure. Like, they would make the dinosaurs actual fight, et cetera. You know, they'd be like, oh, forget about the cartoon. We're going to make them fight because they just have that look, especially um, feeling the actual dinosaurs. Um, you know, the actual torso is hard, but the feet are soft, the fist are soft, the head is soft to where you can bash them. Like, you can take them and hit them and, and, and make them kind of like, you know, without you worrying about the, the, the claw hurting your hand. You know, you can, like, go hard with them and, and actually make them fight. And, I, you know, just like um, 
with Masters of the Universe, you know, we were fans of Masters of the Universe, like I was before the cartoon even came out, and just like uh, when, you know, yeah. uh, we were making up our own stories. And I just feel like, you know, especially as a grandparent or aunt or whatever, just getting some type of a, you know, a, a, a random gift for a kid, not knowing what they're into, they probably would have grabbed the, the uh, dinosaurs just because of just the way they look. They just look fun without you even knowing the background, you know? <laughs> the, 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 well, I mean, it, and that's, that's, again, that's why, you know, the, the not very discussed cartoon series from 1987 has remained a such a staple in my life the designs are truly incredible to me they're truly yeah. incredible they, that the, the art department just did a phenomenal job um, on those designs there's 13 main characters and they're all just so the designs are so unique um, the the attire and that's part of the reason that what bothered me, in fact, about the comic was the attire. How um, how unique the designs were from '87. Like each character was had its own had their own design yep. uh, in terms of what their attire was, and it was extremely colorful. It really popped to like kind of bland, you know, some variation of uh, you know dark spandex suits for everybody in the new new comic. Like they they stole part of the essence of the original by changing that so much but those designs on shelves in 1987 that would have sold yeah yeah color bonus stuff i bet, and, I bet my money and, and, and also I, I like the way they actually paired the characters up so they could have easily went um herbivore versus carnivore and you know that that, that would have been a no-brainer but it didn't they actually had like you know, a T-Rex, you know, everybody knows T-Rex against an Allosaurus, which that was the first time I ever heard of an Allosaurus. I never heard of an Allosaurus until I saw dinosaurs. And, you know, you had like, you know, the the the, the long necks, you know, on each side and it's the Syracusaurus versus the Triceratops. It was so neat how they paired yeah. each side up. Even to, you had Bonehead, which he had like a hard head, to you had Ancalo, who had like the tail. Yeah. So every, you know, you you just had like this nice pair up on each side, you know, from like the uh, the water ones, like with Icky and, and Plesio to um, the flying ones. So I just thought that that was really neat too, how you had uh, a good complement on each side. And it's a shame that uh, you know, like 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 Icky is, is one of my favorite characters, and it was a shame that they didn't even come out with him in Brazil. But uh, yeah, I really hope that they come out with these figures. Um, someday <laughs> while I'm still alive, you know. Um, well, it's gonna it's gonna have to be while we're still, we're we're still alive because yeah, you true. know the re the the reality is is that we are. Um, I mean, I think about it sometimes because over the years, I a big part of me is is what I've collected. Okay. Um, it kind of it's just it's part of me. And it's valuable to me, but it doesn't mean my kids are going to find value in it. Um, part of the reason the things that I have mean so much to me is because at a time in my life, in youth, they meant something to me then. So I have an emotional connection, which a lot of collectors do to these things. Yeah. So 
without that emotional connection that, uh, you know, kids the, the age that I have um, or beyond, they're not going to have that emotional connection with the same things. So if they don't do it while we're all in, uh, in this middle area of our lives where we've got a little bit of extra money to spend, you're not going to be getting them later in life. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Nobody's going nobody's to want them. So it's now or never. Yeah. That's yep. true. But... And then I... oh, oh, and... Go ahead. And then if they try to reintroduce it, I mean, going back to what you just said, uh, Hans, I mean, if if we are to get it back in its purest and original form, it would have to be sold to the original audience. Otherwise, it'll go ahead and get the treatment that Hollywood, you know, and then it goes through this realistic and gritty filter and stuff, which they seem to make the mistake of and think that that's always the way to go. Then you go ahead and get these departures of the character designs. And then it's something completely different altogether. And because we're a bash at fans and we're so biased to it, we'll still love the property for what it's worth though but you know before it just completely goes dormant for another 34 years you would like to see an actual representation just one time and uh, from your initial conversation too it doesn't have to be the high-end articulation you know it doesn't have to be any kind of departure to the characters too. save the money go ahead and make them at the original eight inch uh scale that they were going to be in leave them at the five to six point articulation and just let it be a nostalgic uh a trope and we'll buy them up you know, so I like to think we're part of the cool kid collection because it's funny you say that you would make reference to the television show as an adolescent and nobody would remember it. But I fondly remember it being entertaining. Not the deepest fan in the whole wide world. Uh, Walt also recalls it. And you are a diehard fan from what I could tell, you know, just scouring your uh, photos and seeing all your customs, which are just lush and beautiful on IG. So, yeah, I mean, there's a market for it without question. And we know, I mean, the go to well, if anybody could design these things and bring them back to life, who would it be? It would be Super 7, of course, because that's just who makes those things happen. Them or NECA, I would like to think anyways. But they wouldn't have to be, you know, uh, high end or anything like that. They could just be uh, complete representations of what we didn't get stateside of the original figures. And I think there's a market for them with the collectors. And past that point, too, dinosaurs have never went anywhere. You know, we go ahead and think about the times we were brought up with Godzilla all the way throughout school and just history in itself with dinosaurs. And then you have the Jurassic Parks of the world. And then you fall in between the lines of Master Universe. And then you think about the dinosaurs and how they might play into the tail end of that line. You have Transformers, that uh, the Dinobots. And then, I mean, for crying out loud, you got Beast Wars. So I don't see why I couldn't make its uh, mark. But, I mean, since that ship has sailed, you know, I don't think that it's ever too late. But you're right, though. If it doesn't happen within our time and our prime, then that love and that passion for these 80 properties and these toys and this collector nostalgic thing kind of goes away with us. That's a conversation I have for another day because it's depressing because it makes me feel old. <laughs> well, everybody has their day to be old, and we're gonna we're gonna be reaching ours. But um, yep. the 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 point about um, okay, so when you discuss modern action figures, you're discussing you you know you're like your 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 seven inch scale. Yep. If you look at what Super Seven just did with. Um, the I don't remember the character's name because I was never a big Silverhawks fan, but the one character who stands what like Monstar? Monstar is he like eleven, twelve inches tall? The figure, yeah, uh huh, and yeah, it costs like ninety bucks. Yeah. Modern reaction figures with all you know decked out, you know, two be, be it two heads, be it um, uh you know, a plethora of accessories, interchangeable arms, what have you. 
um, that it, it's pretty common to be doing that. And, you know, you're falling in the, in the $90 range. So I do see a risk in 13 main characters producing them at 90 bucks a pop when people are complaining yeah. about, you know, one character being 90 bucks and the other characters being 50 bucks, you know, being Silverhawk. So I, I do see concern there from, from a company. I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of, of, um, tapping that opportunity that was never had, which is what you said. Model yeah. it after what was designed in the 80s. Make a retro action figure line. You look at what Mattel's doing. You look at what Playmates is doing. What are they doing? They're doing reissues of their stuff from yeah. the 80s. And what's it doing? It's selling. It's selling. Hasbro just did, Hasbro just did real Ghostbusters, you know, as well. All these retro things are selling. I, if, if, if there's any opportunity, um, for for the show like the, the the show lives in that nostalgia of of everyone's mind that's going to be your market make nostalgic figures and tap into that yeah uh, i think i think doing them in a very similar way hard torso vinyl yep. appendages mm-hmm. it, it it saves it saves in cost compared to highly articulated uh hip and arm and leg joints just have a clean representation of the character model with simple articulation to save on your cost. And, uh, I think, I, yeah, I think there'd be enough, uh, enough support fan support to get the entire collection. I Absolutely. agree. I mean, the, pe- the the people that bother me about, will I sell my models? Will, will I make them one is it's, it's, I've seen enough from just me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, being inquired with that i it, it's it's a sellable idea oh, oh definitely um and, and, and the sad part i think that especially now is the time when when was talking about if they did like um a movie or you said it's like they might make it serious and one of the big complaints about movies and stuff right now people are saying is how they make everything real comical so i feel like if they did like a dinosaurs series or anything and made it comical, well, that'll be great because it was already comical. And I mean, when I, when I look around at like you know, figures, etc., I feel like when it comes to kids coming into a toy room or whatever, they would gravitate. I think they will bypass my Masters in the Universe, they'll bypass the Thundercats, they'll bypass G.I. Joe. I think they would go straight to the dinosaurs just because they just have such a likable like a, a, a appeal like a a, a a you know it's a di- it's a dinosaur you know what I'm saying? So, yeah i mean <laughs> I, I just feel like it's like it's this primal thing for kids just to love a dinosaur it you know that's why oh. godzilla is still around that's why you know i just feel like it's a no-brainer when it comes to dinosaurs it's like if you just put the toys out without any type of media i think kids are just buy. Or kids are just want a dinosaur just because, just yeah. to make it look. It doesn't even if, have to be a cartoon. If, if Mattel can get enough support to uh, release those horrendous street sharks that they just did, <laughs> then, uh, proper properly looking um, dinosaurs uh, figures could happen. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and, and that's a good example. And, and that's a good example. A shark that's a great is, is another is another animal that kids just love. Sharks and the street the street sharks have that humanoid shark kind of the soft 
thing to where you can play with it and then at the same time the kid can put it in the bed and sleep with it. So the dinosaurs have that same type of appeal. Yeah, now, they do. Um, now, now spe speaking of quality, uh, toy quality, um, I, I don't know. I don't know if you even mind if I bring this up. The uh, the Dinonauts like people are buying these things, and the quality is not that great. I mean, it's my opinion. I'm not putting your name into it, but the quality is not that great. And that alone, I feel like you know, what I'm saying, if you came out with dinosaurs, the way they were made, etc. I mean, wow. I mean, I would feel like people with this body is like hotcakes. Big time. Well, those, those, so those were designed um, in uh, in the late 80s. Okay, yeah. To be a bootleg of dinosaurs. And they were pitched to, uh, also, they were pitched to Glasslight before um, uh, dinosaurs was. Okay. okay. And they and they declined, or dinosaurs was happening around the same time, and the the the, the guy who created them, his son, um, he's in the toy industry, and he he's the one who made these things happen. Now, the disappointing part, um, or maybe it, maybe it'll give some peace of mind. Yes, those those are selling well in Brazil, or they did. Um, the quality is poor. Yeah. But it's also believed by the, the 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 creator who sold the idea to the toy company Show Toys that made them that the quality is poor. The plastic is cheap feeling and lightweight. The paint applications are very minimal yeah. and cruddy. Um, so the creator is also disappointed. Uh, but um, yeah, they I mean they sold. How I I don't I don't have the set because. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't delve into anything beyond dinosaurs these days anymore. Just because <laughs> it's, it's fun to have a focus, and, the, and you know, as as we look at the uh, the the flooding market of things hitting the shelves, there's just you know, if you can't if you can't cap yourself, you're going to get bled dry. Uh, yeah, you know, so, <laughs> I know. Trust me. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I had to cap myself for that reason. So. I'll get anything, even a bootleg. But um, after hearing about the quality that these were, um, and uh, they were still kind of hard to get in Brazil, but they only, you know, because there was limited distribution, and they got distri dis uh, uh, distributed during, you know, really the start of COVID, and Brazil got hit pretty bad. Mm -hmm. It's still, they're, it's not, they're still not doing great. Um, but they... Uh, aftermarket cost on those knowing the quality i'm like i, I couldn't pay it yeah well, I couldn't pay. and i i couldn't find anybody to get me a you know an affordable enough set like in, a single figure was about nine dollars but people were charging 50 like i you know i i've got my limits <laughs> well now, yeah. now now i could tell you just um i'm i'm you know looking at them uh a, a lot of details off with the tail etc and they're a little smaller than the actual dinosaurs, they're not as big as the dinosaurs. They they kind of yeah. fit in well, kind of like putting them behind your dinosaurs, you know, kind of fill in. But background, um, background characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they they, they, they kind of like citizens or whatever. They, they work out well for that. But definitely, the actual um, dinosaurs, they it, it, you you can't compare at all. I will I will say I've seen those I've I've seen those figures repainted and yes. they're actually. Nice if they're repainted because the sculpts are nice. 
the sculpt the sculpts are nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, well, yeah. In terms of quality, yeah, the, the the original dinosaurs now is it time? Is it materials that were chosen? I don't know. But the uh, torsos notoriously are broken. Yeah. Oh, I I know that. <laughs> Especially on aloe. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> and the paint that was uh, that applied to the vinyl limbs and all it, uh, it it really just scratches off very easily. So while the plastic, the material of the arms and stuff is uh, is durable and stood the test of time, the actual paint applications and whatever plastic they used for the torsos, you know, that could that could be imp- uh, uh, improved upon in terms of playability and durability. But um, I mean, the sculpts are unreal for the time in terms of accuracy. Uh, and uh, they just they just they have a shelf presence, um, unlike many other toys for me of that time. Okay, they really stand out. And you you brought up you know uh, kids would be drawn to them. Whenever my kids um, go into my office, uh, my one uh, my youngest especially like right to the dinosaurs. Yeah, right to the dinosaurs. Yeah, that's how it is right now. As soon as I I got my first one, my youngest. He just bypassed and looked right. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't you can't play with him. <laughs> you These aren't toys. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. This is go ahead and play with another one, but you can't play with him now. Now, um, now this is a big question I was gonna have uh, for you. Now, I looked at your um, the models that that you did. How did you do it? Like, how did you come up with? I mean, I, I mean, I don't want you to give away your secrets, but how did you? I mean, the ones you you've done um that weren't released that you uh made they look like they fit right in with the originals like that's pretty amazing how you like how did you go about that like well so the the first thing that absolutely needs to be highlighted is uh yeah you, you 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 said um right off the bat like you know the four horsemen I'm the I'm the I'm the one horseman no I, I uh <laughs> They're they're the one the one area that I never did alone was 3D modeling. Um, as it is when you do projects like of you know of this of this caliber, mm-hmm. uh, when you're hobbyist, it's it's each step of the way is um, a skill. Okay, and certain certain skills uh, require certain amount of experience and, and, and talent um, and time, you know, time's a big one. Uh, so sculpting, I have very little time. Um, I'm, I, I do more traditional sculpting. Okay. Um, and um, just the time to sculpt, I didn't have. So I worked with very, um, I, I like I vetted uh, uh, a number of modelers over the years. Um Bridget is responsible for um, the vast majority of those organic sculpts. Okay. Uh, she's she's just she's an incredible sculptor. Um, what what I would do, um, you know, when when I started everything, I never thought that I would consider um, making adjustments to the original five because they were so. If you look at them, they're they're so perfect yeah. as they are. Um, 
so my intention was always, all right, well, I don't want to, I don't want to touch those five and there's already 13 characters. So I just want to work on the rest because that's, that that's already enough um, mm-hmm. in terms of like workload to get these other characters done. Uh, so you just have to study the, the, the models that exist. You know, obviously you've got the great character designs, but those character designs were blended um, by the style of the sculptor that did the originals. So, you know, you've got some easy outs here where you've got Enkylo, Stego, Plesio. They had the sculpts done for those. So you can easily see what they envisioned for those characters. So the models that we did on those, those, those really just resemble the, um, the original sculpts. So those are, you know, pretty, pretty easy. Okay. Um, self-explanatory, but then you've got all the other characters that were never planned. So understanding that each, each one of these sculpts, while they are, um, different and unique, they also have a lot of similarities in terms of proportions, in terms of, um, detail, um, texturing, things like that. So as long as you keep those style elements of what are unique to the toy compared to the uh, character design, as long as you blend that, you understand what those certain de- design elements of the toy are, okay. and you just apply it to the character design, the model sheet, it, it just kind of happens naturally. It's just kind of how it, that's how it, 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 the process works. So I would do uh, a blended um, 2D design and then share that with Bridget along with screenshots and she would model it and we would add those toy elements to it and we would just discuss it back and forth until the model was satisfactory, until it looked like it blended with all the other characters. Okay, yeah, because cause, cause one of the things that when you actually get a figure and take a look at it, you notice that they don't really share a lot of parts. Like, you would think that, like, uh, Aloe and Bonehead would share the same legs, but they don't. Their legs are different. It, 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 it's impossible. It's impossible to do that because of how unique the, 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 the character designs are. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not so much – they're not sharing. And that's, that's why to make them blend properly, okay. you have to look you have to, you almost, you have to look at the toy elements as a filter that you apply over the character model. So the character models, you just look at black and white line artwork okay. of the character and say, all right, obviously this character has this spandex thing. He's got pipes going over his shoulders. He's got like knee pads, he, you know, and you, 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 hit, you have all those things. But then there are certain strong proportions that the character has when it was interpreted as a toy that are unique to the toy element of it versus the the design let me give you an example okay if you look at the aloe figure the torso is long the -hmm. legs are are more short um he's got a very rectangular frame like shoulder yeah um like torso that's a very similar um body structure to icky oh okay so if you look at the Icky model that we did and you look at the aloe figure, 
they sh- they resemble like the 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 shape of the uh, of the character and the proportions. It's 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 like overlaid. Gotcha. He shares the legs are longer because you know there's obviously differences in the character model, but the pr- proportions are very similar in terms of the the the, the block shoulders. Wow. The rectangular where you've got like uh, Stego who has like a pear body shape. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, so you, you know you just take kind of these basic shapes like okay. the the that that they that they did with the original figures. And you just kind of, you know, the the bent knees and and the bell, bent el, you know, bent el, just take all those specific toy elements, the unique texturing that the figures have. Like the show, they didn't have skin texture or uh, texture on the on the suits, but the toys did. So as long as you apply skin texture and suit texture, like you're blending these elements together to to, to really make the make the line um, blend well together. One of my favorite games is when, uh, you know, there's any entertaining that I do, and I let anybody in, into my into my office, which is rare. Okay. Uh, it's my studio, so my it's my place. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sanctuary. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's not a. It's it's. I don't I don't have what I have to showcase it. I have what I have to inspire me. Okay. Um. That's my that that's that's my theory to, to my collection. Okay. Um, I like things around, I, I like the work around me that inspires me. It doesn't matter if it was a character a design I saw once, if I, you know, if it, if it inspired me in some way, I, I have that character. Um, so, but when, when there's those rare circumstances and people see it, um, I'll, I'll usually play the game and like point out what original five Characters were made in 1989, uh, and point out which ones I made. <laughs> Nobody's gotten it right ever. Um, <laughs> you know, these aren't necessarily collectors because uh, you play that game with collectors, and they might be able to point things out a little bit more easily. But um, even collectors, they've, you know, those few that I've had in, I've duped them. You know, most of them too. So okay. it's, it's 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 fun being able to do that. Um, and it's all about just studying the, 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 the designs of both the character in its original form, but also the toys that were created. You know, you have to draw inspiration from both. And, and that's a testament to, to your work, to even be able to do that. I mean, to be able to go ahead and actually make a figure, you know, from, from scratch almost, that fits in with the original five. So that, that's, that, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, there, there's a lot, even, you know, it's, I mean, I don't know if it's common terminology or anything, but a lot of the stuff that I've been doing with, with, uh, you know, vintage turtle inspired customs. And when you have these conversations about, um, the, the, the 1980s, nineties turtle toy line that playmate playmates did often, um, when when you're talking, at least with like the sculptors and and um, you know like diehard collectors, you know they'll mention the playmates um, details because if you look at uh, the sculpt, you know if not playmates, I wish I could recite who all the sculptors were, but you know like Bar- <laughs> what Barner Studios would do, Scott Hennessy, you know whomever, they would um, just add all these 
weird, odd, grotesque um, details to the uh, to the sculpts, to the characters. Um, just because you know it would make, the designs were the details was so busy on 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 all these characters, you know, um, bugs crawling out of a character. Like, look at the the Muckman figure that they did. Okay, it's just yeah. there's not yeah. a smooth texture on him. Um, but those playmates details. So you know, doing a lot of like figures now that are inspired by the original line. Uh, you just have to look at all the details on those vintage figures that they would put in and be inspired by each little worm popping out of here or there and, and implement those sort of, you know, special details in the sculpts. And it's, 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 it's actually quite easy to blend um, and uh, design these concepts to represent uh, and, bl you know, blend in well with old vintage, uh, toy lines as long as all the details of, of those original toys. If you just draw the inspiration from there, you know, anybody can do it. Like the Bob Ross of toy making. You just, <laughs> you know, it's all in those little fine details. As long as you, you hone in on those, you, uh, um, you know, you can really make anything blend in with the, with the vintage stuff in terms of, stuff, you know, how it looks. Yeah. As it's sitting on the shelf. Obviously, you're not replicating um, you know, injection molding, things like that, but, uh, -huh. uh you can, uh, you can blend the sculpts really well. Okay. As long as you pay all the fine details. You just, I mean, if they just walk by and look at the display, it'll blend like, well, of course, if they actually pick it up, et cetera, that's going to be a whole nother story. Yeah. Like one, yeah. Of, like one of my dinosaurs or one of the turtles that I've worked that, 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 that I've worked on, you pick it up immediately. And you know, the, the plastic is completely different. Yeah. If, if I, you know, if you hold one of the original dinosaurs or something like one pound, one and a half pound, um, maybe not even that much. If you hold one of my, uh, one of my, it's like two pounds. Exactly. Just because materials are different. The, oh yeah. How it's constructed is different. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's easily identifiable. Um, you know, if you hold it in hand. So, 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 um, so going forward, okay. So you're saying that you're trying to, um, well, you want to support anyone who's trying to get the license, or, um, like, okay, ideally, if, if a company, um, let's say the Horseman, oh, let's say Super Seven, and it's more realistic, let's say Super Seven gets the license. Uh, for dinosaurs, would you be willing to um, work with Super Seven if they uh, uh, reached out to you? And as a consultant, as a consultant, as an actual uh, a person heading the line, would you be willing to work with Super Seven if that was to ever happen, <laughs> or, or a company like Super Seven? I. Well, let's let's begin that conversation and in, in, uh, or, or that answer and saying that that'll never happen. Okay. Um, <laughs> the part of the the, the, the the part about me being involved, um, and that's pure speculation on my, on my point. But why does Super Seven? Why does NECA? Why does it, why why would any of these guys need me when they've got their own designers? They've got their own people and. 
they've got, a, if not the same um, reference material that I do. I mean, I've probably got more. I for sure have more reference material. Yeah, I have more reference material, but it, it's as easy as looking the looking at you know watching the show and getting your screenshots. Like they have, they have all the talent in house that they would need to make okay. these lines. Why would they come to me? I'm just being realistic. They wouldn't. I, I don't see that. Um, I like to remain modest. I wouldn't say that. I think I would add value to it. Um, I do feel that way, but I don't. I don't feel so strongly that I'm arrogant about it. You know, it, it, to get a toy right, you know, anybody can add articulation or anything like that. To get a toy right, whether it's a garage build like what I do, mm-hmm. or whether it's a um, mass-produced item is pay attention to the details. If you do that and you have a strong sculpt that represents your source material very well, you know, as long as somebody can see the details, anybody can do that part. Okay. That's why I don't see myself in a position where they'd ever, ever come to me and be like, Hey, we need your help to do this. They don't need my help. Um, Realistically, they don't. See, I'm thinking, would they uh-huh. now on the flip side? Okay, if they came to me, would I be willing? Absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. Because not only is it a personal dream, um, I mean, if that wasn't obvious enough by the funding of the project, <laughs> right? You know, to get this far, it could have just been like anybody else, where you know, you put a petition up or you just clamor about it all the time. Like I put money behind it to actually show what these characters could look like in toy form, especially as a bit like my, 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 my focus from the beginning was always, well, why, why, why overcomplicate it by doing a modern figure? Let's do a vintage toy line. Let's just continue with what was already right. Don't reinvent the wheel and re-release to the masses what was planned and then continue and finish the line. That was my intent. Yeah, see, I'm thinking a lazy route. Like, just go to you. You already did it. They could go online. They could see everybody's raving about it. You even did the Secret Scouts. Go ahead and just yep. go to what you already did and call it quits and be done with it. So <laughs> that's what, that's what the reason why I'm thinking, like, they would come to you because it'll be so much faster and easier as I'm trying to figure it out from scratch. Um, so what, what, what I... <laughs> While 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 I consider what I've done um, with the modelers, again, it, you know, maybe it's been my vision, but uh, without um, Bridget Fabian and and Gabe, uh, who helped me, you know, wrap wrap things up, mm-hmm. um, I, it was still, I still want to do ships. Okay, I'm walk I'm walking around as we speak, pacing, looking at. Uh, my my mock lava dome build. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I do remember they had smaller figures for dinosaurs so that they were going to release with uh, actual play sets and vehicles, etc. Yeah, same tooling, same tooling as the as the eight inch, um, or same same sculpt as the eight inch, uh-huh. just two and a half, and then the mini ships. Um, again, like the 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 designs as a toy sell themselves. Um, 
but yeah, I, I put so much into it because I, I, I approach the project as a fan with the, with the mindset of, um, I need to make exact this exactly how I would want it to be. And I'm, I'm very particular about the details. If there's, if there's new sculpts of toys that come on the market, I, um, I will pick apart the details, not the articulation, but what, what was lacking in the sculpt for whatever reason, for my taste. The, like the, for me, the NECA um, turtle line, that's a concept I've had in my head, just like a hundred other collect, you know, a hundred thousand other collectors probably. Okay. But that's what I've wanted since the mid nineties. There was a point before really digital sculpting became um, a thing when I started sculpting them traditionally, like the, the turtle characters, okay. even, even some of the dinosaurs because I just wanted them that badly. I never had the intention of doing anything with them other than putting them on my shelf, but like I wanted them that badly. And NECA's lying. They pay attention to the details. They make them look cartoon accurate. Not that hard. Um, so as long as a company, and I think, I think that's why with what I did and the things that I would work with the modelers to change and tweak, could be the smallest thing, but it, it made the, the end um, impact of the, of the design that much better. Uh, it, yes, I've done the work there for a vintage style line. If they'd want to use my designs, I'd be happy <laughs> to be a part to, of that. Uh, to, help, to help them along with that. If they wanted to do a modern line, I'd be happy <clears throat> to give input this way or another. Um, I just don't see it happening. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being optimistic. I really hope that if they did come out, I mean, I just hope they come out with a line, but if they did come out with a line, uh, I would hope that they would reach out to you. I mean, especially with what you're doing, even you having a, uh, a, 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 a being able to talk to the actual creator. I mean, just all that, um, I would think that they would reach out because that's something I feel like in, a lot of um, lines or whatever, they don't reach out to some of the people who are really, really passionate and, you know, about the lines, you know, when it comes to cartoons, et cetera, why don't they reach out to the people who, who really, I don't know, I hate to say who really matter, but reach out to the people who heart and soul, you know, that they put so much into it. Um, I know that we really held you <laughs> up tonight on all yep, the <laughs> is, 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 there, is there anything else that yeah because you know we have uh, a strong 10 fan following so is there anything else that you would like to like um you know uh shout out to them and, and let them know so that you know they could do their part and spread the word really all that um anybody can do is at the end of the day I don't think I'll have any involvement in, in a toy line if it happens. Okay. But I, I do think um, at some point in time, and I hope this doesn't sound um, <laughs> arrogant, but <laughs> I, I do think that at least my commitment to, not often these days, but um, posting 
whatever it is I find, posting um, any of the model and toy work that that um, we've done on on developing this fan made toy line um, of the characters, I, I think I will have at least been seen at some point and been a part of a conversation on why that toy line finally happened. I, I'd like to think that. Almost definitely. Um, what people can really do is not just when Toy Fair comes around, start telling these different companies to, uh, to pick up the toy line. Like, toy companies, they actually don't do a terrible job listening to fans. You know, Hollywood, other, other stuff, they, they reinvent stuff. But um, especially the adult collectors, like, I feel like toy companies, not the big, you know, I'm talking like your Mattels, and I feel like they've just started to, really. Yeah. Um, the right. big have just really started to turn the corner and started listening to fans more. But the, your, especially your, your larger independents, your smaller independent companies, like, they listen to fans a lot more. So people want these. They need to... They need to start making their voices heard. About the only thing you can do. Okay. And even then, might not be loud enough. You know, right? <laughs> it uh, might not. If it's not, if it's not a star, everybody, there, everybody, everybody can point them my way and tell them uh, the work's already been done. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. Because when, when I saw your page and I saw those figures, I, I kind of I got confused and thought that those were some of the ones released. And I was like, oh nah, they only released five of them. So I was like, okay. let me ask you a question. Yeah, sure. I don't get a lot. I, I don't interact with in, in, individuals a lot. How did you guys find the page? Oh, okay. Um, so it's like sauces is searched on a daily basis by a lot of people. Uh-huh. Other than <laughs> Okay. So what happened so, is um so you know, I I we started doing the podcast, etc. And I mean I, I know about dinosaurs, you know, I, I love dinosaurs. So um I remember going online and looking at dinosaurs on, on eBay, etc. and was like, Okay, I saved my pennies up, maybe I'll get a dinosaur. And then uh, I went on, um, you know, I, I decided to do, uh, actually somebody reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, you're doing 80s cartoons, once you do dinosaurs? And I was like, yeah, what, what, I should do dinosaurs. So uh, I went on Wikipedia and um, I, I, I just started like, you know, just doing, getting some facts together, like with the Coca-Cola company. So, Cause I didn't know all that. I just watched the cartoon and that was it. So um, I looked that up and I, that's when I saw your name. Uh, when I was on Wikipedia, when it was like you know, you know, uh, on Wikipedia. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're 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 on Wikipedia. You're you're actually attached to this. So then, when I actually got me, I actually got a dinosaur from a guy in Brazil. Um, it came in a a a, a box like a a, um, a a repo a repo box. And oh, on, and yeah. on the bottom of the repo box, bam, your name is on the bottom of the repo box. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That, that was that was that was a that was a heck of a project. Um, <laughs> that reproduction box. That that project took me six years before it before it happened. Okay. So, that was a that was a bit of a wild story. I don't have to bore you guys with it. Yeah. <laughs> it, really, it was really fun starting uh -huh. on that. One. Yeah, we might have to revisit so, that story. Nice, definitely, just because you said that? it was. A, 
six-year endeavor, we might have to hear that story one day. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It just, it was, with how rare that, 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 um, the boxes are, uh-huh. that, re- that, that re- those reproduction boxes, those are scans of the original box. And the, just the fact that I found someone so gracious to help, um, that had not one, but five boxes that uh-huh. I could, that I could pull together and reconstruct the artwork with. It was astounding to me. You know, it's hard enough for anybody to find one box in okay condition, uh-huh. but I found one guy with five boxes um, that was willing to scan it all in and help help with the project. He got a he got a he got a set of the, re, the reproductions and he put them side by side and he just he said he, this is just miraculous. And, and it's it's tough finding that old artwork, especially for the rare toy line. So, uh I'm, I mean, you've got your, um, your individuals who absolutely hate reproduction, but if you look at it from a, uh, from the perspective of the artwork and salvaging the artwork, yeah, uh, that part of it is why I did it. Um, because it's, it was really such unique and incredible, uh, incredible artwork, uh, that uh, I mean, most people never even see it. Um, so at least being able to restore it and make it make it available in some capacity, I've had I've had a couple boxes, it, you know, kind of flopped financially because you had minimums that you had to order. But um, okay. <laughs> uh, I've had people just um, just want the box because because of how unique the artwork is. Um, it's just yeah, I I loved working on on those. I'm glad I finally got to make those happen. Well, and, and, but also that, and, that and, you know, literally you have your stamp on this line. I mean, I mean, just like how you said, you, you said that you wish that you were, I mean, you're technically a part of it. I mean, even with, with the uh, vintage, because if you get a vintage figure and you get a repo box, for the most part, it's going to be one of yours. So uh, not, not for the, at least at this point, not uh-huh. for the most part, for, for every, for every, for every circumstance, unless it's an original <laughs> box. Yeah, 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 um, it was, yeah. <laughs> I, I have, I, you know, I, I have. Uh, I'm not an integral part, but you know, it's it's a part of me, okay. and it, in a sense, I've become a part of it. There's, um, uh, you know, my my the number of years ago now when a lot of the research started and I, and I talked to the creator, we, um, uh, my, my goal was and still is it's just a matter of circumstance that it hasn't, it hasn't, um, been able to happen was writing a book about the history and everything like that. I'm, I'm still always learning more and, and documenting. And, you know, that's, that, that's, that's actually never stopped. Um, but, you know, so we, we established a relationship and when the comic was coming out, uh, first issue hit and I open up the first interior page, the interior of the cover, in fact, and my, my artwork's in there. There you go. Um, the, you know, the picture on Google that you'll search, if you search dinosaur, dinosaurs, just the best quality image of like the, the two factions side to side. I did that artwork. I don't know. I tweeted, I tweeted out the near completed artwork something like eight, 10 years ago. 
And since then, it's like the primary image for dinosaurs. And, and every year on the anniversary, I post that image. So the creator took it and gave it to the publisher and said, here, this is, this is, this is it. It doesn't credit me, <laughs> but <laughs> that was, that was a stamp to me that, you know, th- I have this like that, that, that was special to me. And then in the trade that came out in 2019, uh, he, he asked me to contribute a whole bunch of the figures, um, the, the figure art, uh, uh, artwork, both, uh, both, you know, painted copies that, uh, that were completed photo, photos of that photos of some of my process, the two 2d artwork. So I submitted a bunch of stuff and that got printed in the book, um, in the trade paperback that made me feel like, so I've got these little things where yeah. I feel I'm Canon. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really turned into a defining part of me. It's interesting. It's interesting being the dinosaur guy. It's not yeah. like a lot of people talk about that, but I've kind of evolved into that. Yeah, and that's interesting, you know, with, with, with your with your name, Master Turtle, and you know, in my mind, I'm thinking he, he should be uh, Master Dino. <laughs> it's it's you know you never the generally generationally speaking. Okay. When you're when you're first, um, uh, I don't know if you guys remember picking your first email address. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> but, but, um, one of my first email addresses that I maintain still to this day, you know, from the, um, from the mid nineties, uh, involves master turtle. And it was because of master universe and Ninja turtles. Okay. Um, when the, when this page just kind of happened, it wasn't what it's, what it's evolved into. Mm-hmm. It was just going to be a bit of my, my a diary for myself. Okay. Uh, a, a photo documentation of, you know, my projects and, uh, um, you know, various collection pieces that I was, uh, acquiring that were unique and just, you know, some photo evidence of that, um, for myself and it just kind of evolved, you know, I, so yeah, the, the whole handle that, uh, those, those definitely don't connect, uh, <laughs> but they, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think you come to that page and you see, um, nothing but dinosaurs, but, um, it is what it is. Uh, it's interesting. That's awesome. Okay. Well, um, I guess might as well wrap this up. Um, sure. so, um, we, we really appreciate you uh, coming on. I know we were playing this for a minute and <laughs> we finally got you on. So, um, yeah, definitely. I would like to, um, come back. I mean, for, well, for you to come back and, and we can talk some more, especially if something, uh, new happens in, in the world of dinosaurs. Well, we may never be talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have hope. If, if 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 that's if that's the uh, if if that's the 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 premise of our next uh, next conversation, then there may not be a next conversation. Yeah, I, I have faith. I have faith in dinosaurs in general, so I think the dinosaurs ah. are, are going to be a part of it. So okay, I, I do think something's going to happen someday. Yes, yeah, yes. Okay, uh, when anything? No, I, I, I must have lost him. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> this is another episode of uh, Brothers of Eternia. And uh, I thank you once again, Hans, uh, a.k.a. Master Turtle.
Thank you for coming on and, and talking. I'm still here. Us. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm still alive. Oh, thank man. you, Hans. De- definitely want to thank you for coming on board you and stuff. You didn't give him a bathroom break. Yeah, I know. That's what it was. <laughs> and also, you know, I like to thank you once again for the uh, all the technical difficulties and, and keep coming back on. You know, every time we kept losing you too, okay? Yep. Yeah, thought I was on the right zone. Thank you, Kevin. Okay, on that note, all right. Uh, have a good night. Everybody have a good night. Thank you. All right, you take care. All right. I'll show you later. All right.